Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The big girls love that. Chicks love the last shot opportunity. Somebody give me a napkin so I can wipe my mouth. All right, back with another episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast. Joseph Pavone here alongside Cedric Maxwell. Max, the NBA is officially back. We got a schedule. Yeah, got a schedule and loving every minute of it. I am um, anxious. I'm excited. I'm optimistic. And I'm pessimistic at the same time. I, I mean, like it. It, it is. I put it like this, Joe Sway. To me, it's like you and your brother Joel at Christmas time back in the day when you were young. Oh, man. Hoping you were getting the right oh, thing. Because if you got the wrong thing, you're like, oh, <laughs> damn, did you? You ain't get you ain't get G.I. Joe with the Kung Fu grip. <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, nah. You didn't get that. You the fake smirk. Like, I, thanks, I, I didn't, didn't thanks, get that. Mom. I mean, my, my son was. You did my, the fake one. My son, Madison, was the best. I remember he used to say he was opening up some gifts. And he said, uh, okay, more clothes, more clothes, Morgan, more clothes, yeah, yeah more clothes. Yeah, at that age, you don't give a shit about clothes. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean that that to me, that's the the excitement about it. If I'm if I'm looking around, like I'm so excited, but I, I, you know, I'm pessimistic and optimistic about the opportunities which are there. This is this is uncharted territory for everybody. And that's what is so fascinating to me. Uh, unlike baseball, you're not going into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Football, you're not going to the playoffs. Hockey and basketball, you're going into the playoffs, essentially. You know, you play a couple games. It's almost like an exhibition season. Right. But these games count in the standings. And then you're going right into the playoffs. So that's why I, I feel the way I do. All right, we'll get more into Celtics NBA talk in a little bit. But first, I got to hear what you think about the newest Patriot, the newest quarterback, Cam Newton signed with New England. Max, what are your thoughts on this signing? I think it's going to, I think it's going to be, you know, it's going to be tough, but it's, it's an amazing challenge. I mean, I, I don't think that if you're the Patriots right now, I think this is a, is a great gamble. Because you're talking about maybe $2 million, everything else is incentives. When will he get on the field? Will he be able to compete at that level? We know he can run, but how many hits can a guy take in the NFL? They were saying he had had, like, the next quarterback who had been touched was, like, 250 times less times less than Cam had been touched. Mm. And touching, when we say touched in the, in the NFL, what does that mean? 
getting slammed down. I mean, one of his shoulders, his foot. So it's gonna be interesting. See, I think that's where things will be a little different. Like, I think I think with the Patriots, you're gonna see a good blend of both the running and the and, you know the offense. Now Belichick has a chance that he has that flexibility. I remember like six, seven years ago, right? Me and my friends would always say, man, can you imagine if Tom Brady had that part to his game? Like, he could run the ball the way some of these uh, quarterbacks can run, the way it is nowadays, you know? Because Tom's always been old school. Cam Newton, two years ago, two, three years ago, who's a quicker quarterback than Cam Newton? You know what I mean? So to your point, yeah, we have to wait and see. Injury's obviously going to play a part here. But I'm surprised the pass didn't do this sooner because I just think, again, when you have that sort of flexibility and you're one of the top, if not the top defense in the NFL, you're in pretty good shape. Well, I think that, you know, there's – you had to kind of wait for – you had to wait for Brady to leave because you didn't want to have Cam right. – him looking over his shoulder at Cam, which right. you probably wouldn't have done, but you just, right. you know – And, and Belichick's been trying to do this for years. Yeah. Right? At least three, four yeah. years he's been trying to get rid of Brady. So now Brady leaves and Cam comes in, but the pressure which is going to be on Cam Newton, this is um, – like we used to say back in the club, last call for alcohol. Taking your drink off the table. Whoa, 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 let me drink that one. No, 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 let me get that one. That is one of the things you look at in, in, a, in a sense of being here in Boston. And the thing that I start looking at now, will there, gosh, man, the, the whole atmosphere of the NFL has changed. One one reason I think it's going to be good for Cam is that he's not going to see a full house of people mm. no time soon. Right. When you think about Cam and what he can do, well, when will uh, Gillette Stadium be packed? It won't be this year. Yep. So no, maybe twenty twenty one, but not not this year. Yeah. So you're going to have people you're going to be be looking from from afar. So does he have that same kind of pressure on him that he would have had if you have people in the stands like that I think you still have that pressure just because it is the Patriots because it is Bill Belichick because it is you know this dynasty that's Mm -hmm. bridging the gap into the next era and now you're that guy you're the first face of that next era so I think but are you you but are you the first face because didn't they talk about the quarterback that was behind Brady Stidham was going to be the man right but if you're looking at this move you're thinking to yourself well maybe they're not too high on Stidham Right, exactly. But right. that's all you've heard about. It's all you've heard about. Yeah, and he's gonna fight for his spot too. Don't get me wrong. Stidham, 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 yeah. Stidham. And now you, you have a guy who's coming in, and this is going to be, you know, with the expectation level, with the veterans looking at him like, yo, know, that. And if you're him, do you say this is my job? Mm. You have to, or do you come in like okay? I'm. I don't want to step on nobody's toe. No, you have to. You yeah. have to take the reins. Yeah, especially with this team. Yeah, you know, there's yeah. still guys in this team that have been there. There's still guys that yeah. want to get back to yeah. that yeah. level to get back to the Super Bowl and compete, obviously. And I think this helps the Patriots put them in that in, in that direction. Let me ask you this though, because I saw a talking head on ESPN today say that he's already considering the Patriots a favorite to win the AFC. Would you be able to say that right now? Are you able to say that? I don't think so until I can't I, until I see right. these other teams like Buffalo and see what Buffalo is going to do. Everybody talk what Miami is going to do. Those teams out there who are going to be better. So I I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I really I really don't know. But 
you know, their defense is still there. They still have Belichick. And uh, offensively, it's like if you're Cam, you're saying don't make mistakes. And and what happens the first time he's flying around with that ball and it's swinging around, somebody knocks it out of his hand. Whereas, you know, Brady was one, two, boom. Right. Two, three, boom. I can't think of two quarterbacks that are complete opposite. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. For for a system that you have is based on getting that ball out of your hands quickly. And what we've seen with with Cam is he's more like looking around, Mm -hmm. looking around. Will you get open? Will you get open? Those things. And it's about timing. It's about timing and getting back in the football shape. So it's going to be interesting. going to be very interesting. Were you surprised? I was very surprised. Yeah, when I texted I, I, you, you seemed like you I was surprised. very surprised. I was pleasantly surprised that Cam Newton would be here, considering he was an MVP a couple of years ago in this league, and he's a high quality quarterback. So, if you're talking about from a financial standpoint of bringing him in, but I want to know how it fits in New England. What PB said about him in Charlotte, he'd be riding around on a cycle, riding through Charlotte on a, you know, little motorcycle thing. And, you know, how the big hat's going to work, how the, how's <laughs> yeah, the fashion statement. This is completely <laughs> different from what you think about Tom Brady is off the cover of GQ. Right, right. Uggs, all that. What you have with Cam is... I don't know, GQ to the fifth power, like things that were <laughs> gonna be dressed in twenty years from now. He's the on some future shit. Big hats. Yeah, that that's that's out there. And the internet's already having fun. They got him they got him decked out looking like a patriot. Yeah. With a hat on and, yeah, and the so old I school mean, Yeah, so I mean New England means already having me, fun. I mean New England New England has always been a no nonsense type place. Right. I saw it with basketball. That's why I think some you people saw, are surprised by this. You saw it with baseball. Right. You saw what you've seen it with football. Randy Moss came in, and and Randy Moss from being flamboyant to, mm-hmm. I'm just a worker here. Right. Whatever Tom wants, I got you. The Patriot way. The Patriot way. Yep. Does he come in? He does he have, does he drink the Kool Aid? See, you're talking about off the field. I'm thinking about on the field. I'm well, thinking on, this is this is completely on the, on the unlike field. Belichick because of the way he plays. Well, on the field, the thing about that they've always said about veteran players who play under Belichick is that they come here and they think, okay, well, I'm going to have Monday and Tuesday off because I'm a veteran. Mm-hmm. He said, no, no, no. Patriot, we're putting on full pass. we hitting. we we doing mm-hmm. this other stuff. And, and a lot of veterans that come in here aren't used, weren't used to that. And they had to, you know, do different things that were completely different. Ocho Cinco, no fit when yeah. he got here. Yeah, reading the playbook on the toilet. <laughs> people were looking at like what? I mean, there, there's some people who've come in and you know have absolutely, you know, drank the Kool Aid. But then you could say that other people have come here and it hasn't worked out as well. I was going to say Antonio Brown, but that's a little different. No, that's different ex- circumstances. No, that's exactly. Are you talking about? Antonio Brown just zero shenanigans you're saying or you're saying just following the mantra Antonio Brown came in as a guy who did what great football player receiver that they needed to have but I don't think Cam I've never heard Cam from a a standpoint outside the game but 
Brown was so disruptive for what he did. Matter of fact, I heard the other day they were talking about Antonio Brown said, you know, that uh, he was going to the Baltimore Ravens. I was like, you want to add that to? <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I don't, no, I don't, you're thinking about the city. That's why you're not thinking about. No, the city. I'm looking at the guy himself. I mean, <laughs> you can have football talent, but I think you're talking about living in Baltimore. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't mind living in Baltimore because most players aren't aren't there anyway. They play for a week, and you know, you have your week practices. You're not really going in that city. Yeah. I mean, you look at the Patriots. How many of those Patriot players do you see in in Boston? Most of the time, you see them is where it's when they're at, game. at the Celtic game. Yeah. You don't never see them at the Red Sox game. The McCourneys. You don't see them at the Red Sox game. Mm-hmm. Basketball is what they, they flock to. Yeah. I don't see any other place that I've seen Patriot players hang on a – that you, you, you can identify, okay, some Patriot players are going to be here tonight. Huh? Yeah, that's true. So, so, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm, I'm interested to see the mentality of, of Boston. You know, Boston's a tough place, though, man. You get you. You better be on the right side of, of. You better be right side of the fans. You better be right side right side of the media. And if you're him, are you on the right side of the media? Right now, you are. Okay, you ain't you ain't did nothing. You haven't yet. done anything. Right? He did a damn thing. <laughs> you, you did nothing. <laughs> like we know there's gonna be some struggles. You know, can can we hit the first time? Damn it! Bring Tom back. We want Tom. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we want Tom. <laughs> bring back Tom. Hey Tom, to bring back Tom. We want with this bomb. Get this guy here. Yeah, he's got socks. Sock this guy. Get him out of here. Bring back Tom. We want Tom. Yeah, that's pretty good, man. Tom. <laughs> Like I've been around for a while. I know you've been for thirty plus no, years, come on. man. That accent is pretty come good. Come on, man. I've been, I've been, I've been, been on this horse for a while here in you New could, England. You could prank call me with that. Yeah, with that yeah. Accent, man. That's pretty good. Been around for a while in Boston. It's my first, first rodeo here. I think he got a short leash. He probably has a short leash. A little bit. I don't know what. A little bit. It's hard to say. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's like New England lines that people use. One of them that you always use in, in New England, I always say it was, uh, which I tried to understand what it was. Use guys. Use guys are going to win tonight. Use. Use guys. U-S-E. So plural would be yeah, use. Yeah. Got an use. S at the end. Yeah, use. Use. Use guys going to win tonight, aren't you? Use guys. Oh, no. Who is used, guys? <laughs> so. Oh, man. Let's see what happens. But, it, it, look, this thing is official, though. All right? Let's switch gears a bit. Because this is official. Everybody was worried about this Orlando situation and what was going to happen. But we got a schedule. So, in my eyes, this thing is official. It's like when those lockout seasons resumed, right? You knew it was official once they put out the schedule. The schedule's out, Max. Mm-hmm. It's going down. Mm-hmm. Celtics. Uh, they're just going to report to Orlando Wednesday. So uh, they had, of course, quarantine for at least 14 days before they uh, mm-hmm. resume um, back into play. But the schedule, the schedule is pretty tough here, Max. And, and of course, uh, playoff implications are on the line. Yes, uh, you got the um, Milwaukee, Milwaukee Bucks. Story. Mm-hmm. That's the first one, right? Tough one right there. Uh, Portland Trailblazers, Miami Heat. Don't sleep on Miami. Portland is Portland's fighting for their their basketball Portland's life. Fighting, so that one's significant. Yeah, and then Miami is the team that's trying to catch you. So, yeah, that's some significant games. Now, when you play Washington, Washington be like, man, let me just go home. I, <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't got no fight in me. <laughs> As you know by now, 
I'm finally doing something about my weight and my health by starting Awaken 180 Weight Loss. I've already dropped about 18 pounds, and I'm not the only one. Kendrick Perkins is down about 30 pounds, and we're just two of 11,000 who found the solution for weight loss. No gym, no medication, no tricks or gimmicks. Awaken 180, a combination of science, nutrition, and expert one-on-one -on -one coach. If you have weight to lose, I recommend you call Paige and her team. You'll lose weight starting the first week and each and every week until you get to your ideal weight. Awaken 180, six locations, but during this lockdown, they're starting client virtually. The same program from the comforts of your home. Simply log in to awaken180weightloss.com. Fill out the form online and start your weight loss transformation. Awaken 180 Weight Loss, the official weight loss program for the Boston Red Sox. So I think a team like the Boston Celtics, because they are not top heavy with one or two players, mm -hmm. they're going to be better off. So just say, and I hope this doesn't happen, but Giannis tests test positive. No, Milwaukee, boom, they're, you're done. They're done, yeah. You're done. Lakers test one guy, LeBron test positive. Or Davis test positive. He's out. They're done. Whereas you look at the Celtics, they got many players that they can go to, yeah. even guys off the bench. So teams who are long have longer, deeper rosters, to me, I think they're better off. What about a team like the Philadelphia 76ers? Now, Ben Simmons, if the playoffs started when they were supposed to, he was there was no way he was going to be active. Now he's in the mix. So a lot of uh, analysts and, and, and you know guys on TV are saying, don't be surprised if Philly comes out of the East. I still don't like their chances against the Celtics. I just don't I, I think, think they match I, up well. They have not been playing well on the road this year. They've taken some. And I don't know if you can just change gears uh, with Philly. Uh, I think their chemistry is not good to me. Obviously, they play well at home. Only lost two or three games at home. But they were just... They were dogs on the road this year. Yeah. Where they took some they took some tremendous beatings from teams who weren't even supposed to beat them. Well maybe this is an advantage, you know? There's know. no te I, there's technically I, I, no road. I, I, I know you can games. you can turn it on, you can turn it off. I, I just don't know how that will be. I, I'm 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 very curious right now to see how they play, you know, a team like Memphis trying to fight for their lives. Right. You know the NBA is leaning. Please, Zion, get in. Zion, come on. We need you to get in. <laughs> so Zion gets yeah, in, right. and Zion and and he's got some yeah, prime time games. Yeah, and you're saying yeah. that you're saying L.A. The Lakers are number one, and at the bottom is Zion. Man, that'd be that's going to be. Uh, and the thing that really for you know for us we don't talk about is the fact that there's going to be no home court advantage. There's yeah. none. I'm trying to figure out the other part about even when they're talking about, well, if the guys sit around and play cards, 
then what they have to do, they have to throw, they have to throw the cards away after they finish a game. Well, what happens when you're playing a game? Mm-hmm. If I'm playing the cards with you, and I touch the cards, and you reshuffle them, are those cards not contaminated? We've both touched the cards, yeah. Okay, yeah. so what are you talking about? That you're gonna throw? You can play play cards, but you gotta throw those cards away after you get through playing a full game. Mm-hmm. Unless every hand you deal, you're dealing a new deck. That's a lot of it's a lot of decks of cards that you're going to be playing with. So I- See, that's so interesting to me because the way these players go about their downtime is going to be completely different than anything they've ever done before. Yeah, absolutely. And this is the most important time to to get into your routine, to focus, and they're going to be completely out of whack to what but they're accustomed you, to. But there are things about it which are going to be so different. In the NBA now, you have guys who are friends. Mm-hmm. So, are you going to go to dinner with this guy or this guy? Right. How is that going to be? Yeah. I don't know. Or do you rather just keep to yourself? Do you keep? Do you stay with your teammates? Do you? You know, these are things that they've never had to do. I before. don't know if you. How many times have we seen guys in the NBA say um, it was Rudy Gobert? Somebody on the Celtics team went and had dinner with Rudy Gobert mm-hmm. before he tested positive. So you look at that and say, okay, guys who hang out, are you, are you going to be accessible to, you know, what what might happen? I mean, in a small village of 400 people, they're going to be in different hotels, but they're going to be in a village. How are they going to eat? Where are they going to eat? Are you going to have training tables? It's they're talking about the rooms right now. Said you can only get your and, and can you imagine this? Some of these guys they only can get their room cleaned once a week. Once a week. Once a week. Wow. For some of these single guys, <laughs> once a week. <laughs> Woo! I would hate to be. I'd hate to be the, the maid going. The week. maid going in there for them. <laughs> the hazmat unit that goes in for them. You know, cleaning their room. <laughs> It's, it's, it, I'm very curious. I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm pessimistic, mm. but I'm very curious right now how the NBA is going about this. Can the Celtics disappoint their fans? Like if they if they're bounced out of the first round, can you? Yes, you can call it a disappointment. Yes, really. Yeah, yeah. Because you you're you're supposedly going to be playing one of those teams that are below you, and just say you play early on, you play well, and you're playing. Could be Philly. Could be Philly. Could be I Philly still, could be Brooklyn. Still, I believe that you're going to be looking at the Celtics or thinking that, you know, with the, the way Jason Tatum, because that's all people have talked about. Oh, my God, the way Jason Tatum was playing for the last three weeks, he's mm-hmm. one of the best. The guy asked me was like, is Jason Tatum, do you say in five years, what is Jason Tatum in five years in the NBA? That would be my question to you. Um. Full soup, full fledged superstar. Five, e- easily top, top ten, top ten, top ten for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, competing for a championship. That's guess. Okay, maybe he has one. Good. Uh, well, that that's going to be the case. Yeah. And somebody asked me. I said, "It'll be fun. Next, the next five years will be fun watching Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum, Brown, two guys you look at who are just you know two greyhounds right now. My prediction for Brown: at least one All Star team. 
I think he'll make oh, the yeah, he'll, next five years. Oh, yeah, he'll make the all-star team. And then on top of that, the season that Gordon Haywood, Gordon Haywood had a real good season yeah. that people don't talk about. And now you have the chance that Kimba is able to get, you know, well. Mm-hmm. And he sat down, didn't play, and he can, you know, rehab. And I thought that'd be something that should be good I for like the Celtics. I like his team, man. I like yeah? the chances a lot. Yeah, man. the depth of them. Yeah. The depth of, depth of the Celtics. You know, makes them a very dangerous club. I like how you brought up those two, though. Like, if you talk about some of the hungrier guys, hungrier, if I had to guess, out of the whole time team, or if I had to put it on two guys, it's Gordon Hayward and Kemba Walker. Two guys who played on uh, their respective teams before they come into Boston their entire career. Never really got that taste. Uh, Gordon, to a certain extent, you know, he made the second round, almost got to the West Conference Finals, but uh, Kemba's never seen the second round. Yeah. Kemba's only been to the playoffs two times and he was bounced out. So I think well, there's, well, there's an element to that. Yeah, it's like that record that Kemba had. He was against LeBron James this year. He was yeah. 0 24. He had never beaten LeBron, never James. Beaten LeBron James. 0 24. <laughs> and so now you're 1 and 0. Oh, and then in the last game in LA, he didn't play he that didn't game. Play, yeah. So right now, Kemba's saying, I'm 1 and 0 right now against LeBron. So. He's, he wants that championship so bad yeah. against the Lakers, man. Yeah, I, yeah, I can yeah. imagine. And the thing I would say about this year is, like, you and I were talking, I was like, will there be an asterisk beside it? I mean, I'm not sure if you don't – you shouldn't win two championships for what, you, what you're going through this year. You think? Man, this I don't is think gonna, there will be, but you think dude, you, you counted for even more? Dude, this, more is, this is going to be – this is tough for you to play almost a full season, stop for three months. Go back and start Without over and over again be being in Orlando in a, a completely different format from what you're used to playing in. I mean, that to me is going to be like, I don't know. I mean, I'm remember this because uh, yeah. if the Houston Rockets win a championship, I don't want you. No, I don't hear you saying, you know, Russell no, Westbrook, no, no, you know, no, 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 if, if, James Harden. Oh my God! If they, if whoever wins they, it they this lo- year, they lucked out. You're going to say whoever they wins this year. And you know, well, maybe you, maybe it will be like that. There's going, there's going to be some luck involved because health is going to be luck. Because as long as you can keep your players healthy and they don't have COVID, but the the team that ends up losing one of those guys mm-hmm. to COVID during the playoffs, that's going to be devastating. I think that's the only way I may put an asterisk over a championship. If let's say the Rockets and Lakers are battling in the Western Conference Finals and Anthony Davis tests positive or LeBron James. If the Rockets beat the Lakers without one of those guys, I just can't give them that much credit for it. I can't. You know, I'm going to look back and say, man, they started the series with LeBron and they ended it without him, and it's it's tainted. But but the thing about it, that's that's the game. That's how the game. Yeah, is. But these are different circumstances. Well, no, but There's that's one thing when you sprain your ankle. Yeah, but that's but, how, but, is, but you have to look at it the same way. This is this these are these are the chances and these are the breaks of the game. How many times have we've seen guys go down the game going, oh my god. They just lost that guy. Now you're doing the same thing. Oh, my God, they just lost that guy. Yeah, it's a different feel to it in the fact that, hey, you're not you're not physically hurt like mm-hmm. a limb or ankle or something right. like that. But, you know, this COVID is you're looking at the same thing, not being available. Thompson says uh, if he was healthy in last year's finals that the, the Raptors wouldn't be the champions right now. You believe that? Who said that? Thompson, Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson went down in Game Six. He had been. They were already getting drilled. Come on, 
Come on, Clay. I love Clay, but come on, are you serious? You are, the way the the way that they were getting handled. Are you serious? No Durant though. The, huh? No Durant. That, whose fault was it? Durant wasn't even there anyway. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm saying if Clay came back, just Clay. If Clay you came don't think back, they, still, they could, they could if do it. Clay came back, just Clay. No, I don't think that. Uh, uh-uh. without Durant. That was that was a completely different team. Yeah, that's true. That you looked at. Yeah, that, that team that changed the that changed the entire complexion of that. You know, I don't think that. And he's a great shooter. He's a, he's a complete player. But I don't. But the the other guy on the side of him who was playing on the other side, Kawhi. Mm, he's a bad man. That dude. He's the best. That dude, and you know, and I think you even look at it now with LeBron James and. This is the the pressure of the year for LeBron is even more so. Okay, not only were you the face, that you're the face of the NBA, you're the face of the Lakers, but now you are the face of all sports when it comes to these social issues. Mm -hmm. Everybody right now is looking at LeBron James as he's the spokesman. How many times have we seen players even today? Patrick Beverly said, "Well, if LeBron say we playing, <laughs> he ain't on my team. LeBron said we playing, we playing. Uh, what? What do you mean LeBron said we playing, we playing? He ain't even on their team. So that's the influence that LeBron is having on his sport. I Man, nobody saying like Kyrie. Kyrie said, don't play. Everybody, come on, get out of here." What did LeBron say? Let's see what LeBron says. Yeah, let's first. see what let's call somebody call LeBron up. See what he got to say. LeBron, what do you think about that? Oh, we playing. Kyrie, we playing. Alright. You know when all that started? The decision. That's what I think. When when LeBron James, when that whole thing happened, when he made a decision to go to Miami and they broadcasted it and, and, and ESPN was all over it. The NBA didn't want that to happen. But LeBron's campus said, No, we're gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna broadcast my decision uh-huh, from everybody. Uh-huh. And they did it. And what were you trying to say? He became a spokesman because of that? Not a spokesman, but to me, it it the way the rest of the league took it was like, man, this guy, if he wants to do something, he's going to get it. Dude, he was at that time, he made that decision. He was the Antichrist. Right. He was the Antichrist how for many the other, league. How many other players would have done it like that and gotten away with it? Well, he didn't. He didn't get away with it. He did. He did not. No, no. I'm saying the actual broadcast itself. Anybody could have done that. It's like the. It's like what the commissioner saying. No, Jamal Crawford said, "Hey, I'm retiring." The other day, on somebody's podcast, Jermaine Nelson's Nelson's podcast. So it's like, I don't think that LeBron he got he got crucified for it. I was doing, I was on the road going to Ohio, and was doing the interview. Uh, with a guy, and I was listening to a guy who was on before me, and literally I had to stop on the side of the road because I was about to go through a tunnel, and I didn't want to get. I, I wanted to make sure I wasn't going to get lost in this conversation. Well, the guy before me was from from Cleveland, and he said, uh, "Well, me and my son, we having fun with this thing. We just decided to go out and burn LeBron's jerseys. That's what we did. We just had fun with it. So yeah, a lot of people, and then." The guy was like, I was the next guy up talking after he did. I said, guy introduced me, and I said, well, first of all, let me say that the guy you had on before me was an idiot. Yeah. And he said, like, what do you mean by that? I said, if you're telling me that because you're disappointed, that this, and what are you telling your child if, if some player wants to leave? Mm-hmm. Go burn his damn jersey? Right. I mean, how does that look right now 
in retrospect with what's going on in the world. It's just like that wasn't yeah. that wasn't cool. I wonder I mean, how that guy feels now, especially I mean, because Cleveland has the championship. And yeah, but he but, went back into yeah, but 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 that was LeBron James going back to Cleveland and cleaning the decks up, cleaning yeah. the decks. I mean, to go back and do to we're gonna look back at LeBron James' career and go, my goodness, if he won a championship in. Miami, multiple championships, comes back, wins one in Cleveland. Now he's in Los Angeles. He can win one there. Man, he he's just you know he's just going up the ladder. Oh yeah, he's going up the ladder. To you me, know? he went way up the ladder after Cleveland because the second time because not only did he do it, but the way he did it, he was down three games to one max against a team that everybody felt was the best one of the best teams ever put together. Right, and they came back and systematically beat that team. Even with uh, Draymond, the nut kicker, <laughs> coming in. Like, he went suspended. Yeah, Draymond was still kicking nuts back then. Yeah. So, I mean, right. He was still, he already got, I mean, the, the guy he got, he got twice was, you know, Adams. He, you know. Steven Adams. Steven Adams. Not one, dude. not one time, but two times. He's a strong dude. Boom. Boom! I mean, he said China. Any any grown yeah any grown man that looked at that play, all he went was, oh, Yo, I'm doing oh, it right now. Just thinking about, it, I'm doing oh, it right now. Oh, gee, I mean, we've all been 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 in the middle of something that happened to us when you were like, say, if a a basketball was coming at you and you somehow mistimed it with your hands and the ball hit Oof. you, hit you, you, you oh, everybody, everybody. And there's a collective groan from every man, <laughs> every man that around. saw that going, oh, oh. It's like, uh, it's like. And then you wait like 10 seconds and someone says, you good, man? You all right? <laughs> you all right, bro? Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right, man. I'm all right. You need a minute? I mean, mean, that was, yeah. Give me a minute. Yeah, that was like um, Marcus Smart and Matt Bonner. Uh, when Marcus Smart did that to Matt Bonner against San Antonio. And I remember we were doing a game, and Marcus, like, I mean, he cranked up. He went for China. <laughs> he, Matt, Bonner, Matt Bonner came over to set a pick, and Marcus just wind, wound up, man. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> and I saw the play. I was like, oh, my God. And Sean said, I don't really think he found Ooh! <laughs> he showed the replay, Sean. Ooh! <laughs> I said, and I was on air. I said, Oh, he's suspended. He's suspended. <laughs> and later on, I ended up talking to Brad Stevens. Brad said the same thing. Oh, no, Marcus is gone. Yeah, he got that. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> he got to go. He, he got that one. Yeah, he got, he got a game or two. And, and the guy, Matt Bonner, just like Adams, Stephen Adams, didn't go down. Yeah. I mean, the way Marcus hit him was like full on. <laughs> The way he used to get hit, right? Yo, explain that China thing real quick before people get, yeah. people get confused. Well, my son, <laughs> my son was maybe four years. He was about four or five years old, and he was he would go down to his with his cousins a lot, and they would watch you know professional wrestling. And uh, my son Devin just became just love China, <laughs> and China had this move where she would get her forearm and just put it between the man's just hard as she could right between the private area well my son was looking at this and one day he just walks up to me 
Oh, the blue. I'm looking at him. He's looking at me. He goes, China. Boom. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, oh. Even from a little kid, man, he could get. Yeah, you, but you know, spot. but but Ooh. that but that's the influence that that people have when you're little kids, though. When they're watching stuff like that, right. they had these other guys though, and I don't know Generation X or something. Yeah, but they had Sucking. a line. I yeah. used to have a line to use, and my son was walking around. I get, Dad, I got two words for you: suck it. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> my pops would have beat my no, ass. He was five years old. He didn't know what he was talking about. He and my dad hates wrestling. Look, hates wrestling. He did not understand what he was talking about. <laughs> he would have beat my ass and then said, "Oh, that's a wrestling thing." You know what? Yeah. Good. Here's, here's you deserve. Don't watch that shit. I told you to stop watching. Here, shit. Here's another wrestling move. Watch this. It's called belt. Okay, <laughs> belt on ass. But my son was. He was like, I'm telling you, five years old, six years old. Dad, I got two words for you. So slap slap between the them. Yeah. Two words for you. Suck it. I just bust out laughing. I was like, oh God. Oh. 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 Things oh, that weren't man. good on TV to influence kids. I love that shit. So, <laughs> I wanted you to explain it. I want people, you know. Yep. They hear they hear China thing in the yeah, country. Like, yeah, oh, no, 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 Russell, no, no, no. No, that'd be like our president's thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Make sure yeah. they get the proper content. Yeah, yeah. So what's next, Max? What's going on? What's gonna? What, you guys gonna do this from the studio? You gonna call these games? You talked to Grandy yet? The words I get, I've talked to Grandy a little bit. That we're going to be over at um, ninety eight point five at the studios off Marcy Boulevard, and okay. we're going to uh, do the games from here. And starts our first game is the Milwaukee game. It's really interesting. The fact that those games start at six thirty. A lot of them at six thirty. Mm-hmm. I think you have a couple of games to start. The Portland game is uh against Portland is nine o'clock at night, but most of those games are six thirty games, yeah. which is going to be interesting. And I, I don't know how they, are they planning two different gyms? Yeah, they're all going to be played in the same. Okay, gym. okay. Uh, like X amount of teams going to be on one side of the bubble, and then the X amount of teams going to be on the other side. And uh, Celtics are part of that group that's leaving Wednesday. They're gonna start making their way over on Wednesday. So, so somebody told me would I want to go? Would I like to go? I'm like hell no. <laughs> would I want to be in Orlando for? You know, just say the Celtics went all the way. Like I want to be. Yeah, I, was gonna I say. want to be in Orlando for for MC August, August and September going into October. Three months in Orlando <laughs> in a bubble. No, I haven't seen enough of Disney. I, I don't even. I, and, and that's why if I the think, Celtics weren't a playoff team, you'd go though. You would go. No, no. <laughs> for a couple of weeks, it would have been. Like, it'd be two weeks. If they were there in the regular season, I'd have to go. But right now, you asking me would I want to be in Orlando? You think of it this way: when you play Orlando, you're there during the playoffs. You might be there five days in Orlando. Dude, we're talking about sixty days. <laughs> you could be possibly fifty-five days in Orlando. I haven't seen every Disney, every <laughs> mini, every, you know, Space Mountain, every Sonic ride they had. Oh, my gosh. I, they, they would not want to. That's what I'm saying. For me, it's going to be, that's why I say it's going to be, from a, a, a mental standpoint, it's going to be that much tougher. So, picture, imagine having to compete under those circumstances. 
at the highest level. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The highest level of your sport, you're in a gym. Put it this way. You're in a gym playing with no fans. Yeah. You're playing another team. Even if you have an exhibition game, there are people in cheering one way or the other. Now you're going to have your teammates in. And on top of that, man, the, the, the referees better have they better have some earmuffs on. Because, you know, you can hear every word right. when you're playing in a small gym like yeah. that. Somebody's up, yo, man, you want, you want a cheeseburger, man? You want, you want me to get you a <laughs> And now when you get like, thank God Kevin Garnett ain't playing now. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, he don't turn that off. He doesn't, oh. that, that's not fed from the crowd. Oh. That's just KG's mind. But, that, but can you imagine if you KG right now? Yeah, you can't, you can't mic him up. You gotta oh, KG will be screaming out. Screaming out. Yeah, KG, to the top of his lungs. Let me tell you something, man. KG forced so many... Middle-aged white guys to have an uncomfortable conversation with their kid after leaving the Celtics game, man. Yeah, <laughs> about using the N word and about <laughs> Daddy. Why does he talk so? Yeah. Why is he saying so many bad words? Yeah, he's yeah. my favorite player. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> why does he have to speak that way? Well, and that's why I said before when you you kind of laughed at me when I said the Celtic fans for a while when they were yelling at Kyrie. Kyrie sucks. That to me was that was offensive. If I have a child in there now. It's very offensive, and that doesn't even compare to what Kevin Garnett yeah, would say. But again, say, yeah. it's still offensive. If I have an eight-year-old, nine-year-old, and he's standing beside me, I'm yelling out, "Kyrie sucks! Yeah. Kyrie sucks!" That's like, sucks what, Daddy? <laughs> oh, Generation X! I got two words for you. Oh, okay. That's when the kids will get up and start doing yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> Kyrie, I got two words for you. So I, I don't don't know, man. It's interesting. I mean, it's going to be, um, as the president would say, it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be, you know, magnificent. It's going to be beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. It's going to be a beautiful situation. Hey, basketball's back, man. I can't wait. Yeah. I cannot wait. Yeah.